Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Depends on what time you listen to this. My name is Tori, and you're listening to No Fan Thursday. So, this is the third time I'm recording this episode. So, apologies, it's coming out on Friday. Uh, sorry, not sorry. So, let me just give you an overview. Last week, Thursday, I should have put out an episode, but that was the day before the opening of my exhibition. My first solo exhibition. You guys already know this. Um, and the Wednesday before that Thursday, I was crying on the phone to who? My friend Dion, uh, Bola and Jason, who you guys, I feel like you hear his name like every single episode. Um, anyway, so Jason and, um, because I was, I was literally like, I might have to cancel the private view because I literally don't have time to do everything. And also brain of mine in the private view, I was still putting things up and putting things on the wall. Um, mopping and cleaning and doing all sorts, you know? Um, but yeah, I, so that happened last week. So I was going to put out, you know, episodes of stuff, but I just didn't have the time. There's just so many things I missed. And, you know, there was, I had to edit a lot, you know, as in edit, as in like take things out. Um, because yeah, no time, no money, no budget, uh, all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, that, that what? Wednesday, Thursday, a lot of people came out for me. Jason being one of them, a girl called Sharice, who I'd never met, but she is vibes. Um, Thugs and Harmony is her, uh, sorry, Rugs and Harmony is her Instagram. Um, she's sick. Um, her and her business partner, they do rugs. She's sick. And, uh, Japisha is her Instagram as well. She, she said she'd done, she'd done her own exhibition, prior to mine and she's like I know what it's like bearing in mind I've never met her before so she was like I'll come and help so I appreciate that you know there were just like people that really showed up for me two of my friends called Keisha they came out like Anna Langa like people um Anna's who I share the the space with and Langa is a creative an artist from the space next door so people really came out and showed up for me which is so flipping beautiful um and I wouldn't have been able to do it without them I wouldn't have been able to do this expression without them um black in south the exhibition the first one my first exhibition um it was a success you know and i can honestly say it was a success um i'm proud of myself it's the first of many um this is like my pilot show um there are a few things i'm a little bit dis- disappointed in the fact um there were some things that were missed i don't want to badmouth anyone the reason i'm re-recording this podcast is because I was going in and being really honest about certain things, but that would also be a defamation of character to other people that were involved um, in this. I don't want to say how, because once I say how, you'll be able to find them. And then you'll like, again, it'll be a defamation of character. Um, but one thing I realised, just to kind of give you, just to kind of give myself and you the list of the lesson without badmouthing anyone. Um, one thing I've realised as a person is my expectations in general are extremely high. Um, and I feel like that's used to be an unhealthy thing. Um, you know, like a need to want to be valued and be seen as, um, important and not disposable. So anything I did and everything I've done in my life has definitely been service-based in service of someone else everything I've ever done, I'm extremely good at. And I can say that without feeling like I'm being conceited because it's the truth. I'm extremely good at a lot of things because my intention is to, <coughs> excuse me, 
is to deliver, you know, whether that means whether I'm shooting an event, whether I'm doing a portrait session, whether I'm doing someone's headshots, whether I'm customizing trainers from you, whether I'm making you a jacket, whether I'm babysitting your dog, it doesn't even matter what it is I'm doing. I, I, in order for me to be successful, I need to know your intent, your intention. What are you trying to get out of this? What do you need? What do I need to do? And is there anything I can do that extra that helps with your intention and your outcome? That's how I think about life. You know, again, I said it was, um, it used to be quite unhealthy where I would like go above and beyond, like ridiculously above and beyond. Like this is, you're doing the most story, you know, um, that, but then I think I've got to the place where it's a point where it's a healthy balance because I know I can go ham. I can go in, um, I, that's my default, you know, and that's not a bad thing. That's definitely a good thing. I think it becomes extremely tricky when that's because, because that's my default. I forget that that's not other people's default. You know, you think a certain way and you don't realize other people don't think the same way you think. Right. So when it comes to working with people or work alongside people or hiring people to do things for me or for what things I'm doing, I, um, I forget that people don't think like me. So I'll give someone an overview, not realizing that actually they don't care because who cares about something more than you, <laughs> you know, unless you've got a baby with someone, unless you're doing something with someone, most people don't care as much as you, they care about you, but they don't care about what you are doing as much as you, because why would they, you know? Um, that's a reality that I had to really come to terms with. Like this is way before, but it definitely comes up again now. And because of that, I just assume that people would get it, you know? And I'm so used to having a small people, a small amount of people around me that get it. I don't have to explain or over explain certain things. So they get it, you know, like, yes, especially Dion, like Dion, Dion Reed, the artist, um, the creative, the extraordinaire. She's extremely, extremely excellent at a lot of things. And I've definitely been spoiled as a person because she just gets it. And she even gets it beyond I get it. So, oh, damn, I didn't even think about that. Like, she's that person. I've been extremely spoiled and extremely privileged to have her as a friend and a creative and all those things because when she is around... Even if she's a spectator, I don't even have to worry. And that's sad because my expectations, I probably put a little bit of some expectations on her without realising it. Um, but a lot of times I don't expect things from her even. And then I leave and I'm like, oh my God, she filmed that, she took pictures of that. She, do you know what I mean? And she's, 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 she's basically me. Like we are that person, you know, I'm going to go somewhere and I'm going to, take pictures for you because I don't know if you have a photographer I'm gonna go with somewhere and be like oh let me film that for you because that's a moment and you don't even realize that that was a moment that could be missed or you don't even realize that that was a moment that you that you were doing what you're doing you know I don't think that makes any sense but anyway so in the, in that respect I I um I forget that but then in instances where I realize people don't think like me I can over explain things like I am right now I can over explain things and for people that don't care or don't get it or not important to them it's like nah so then I go into this thing of under explaining like I've I haven't quite got the balance right of um reiterating my passions and my wants and my needs and my desires 
two people that are working for me or alongside me versus me over explaining to someone who's it's irrelevant that they know this information you know it's irrelevant I haven't quite got the balance right I always feel like I'm asking too much from someone who's working for me that's mad you know or like working with me whether it's paid or not paid I feel like oh I don't want to do too much I don't want to ask too much where in actual fact as I'm saying just this out loud I want you to tell me every single thing you need me to get I need that information so that I can deliver you know so I, I I haven't quite got the balance right. And I think also because of that, there are things in regards to this exhibition that weren't um, executed um, to the highest degree um, from myself, but also people that were um, involved in it. That's the only way I can say it without me pointing any fingers. Um, but yeah, that aside, because that kind of there is a disappointment factor there um because as I said it's my first exhibition it's first things and I know how I would have done it and you know people say I know how I would have done it it's my thing um but me being me you know I've got a lot of skills I've got a lot of my I can I can um maybe shapeshift not but might not be the right word but I can definitely shift from one thinking to another thinking it's like I've got like nine different brains in my head I can think as a photographer I can think as an event photographer as a portrait photographer as a as it doesn't matter what it is I can think in that sense because it's not about the skill it's about the intent it's about the thinking behind it because that then drives your actions I think that's one thing people don't realize as well you don't have to be highly skilled at something to be great at something and also you can be highly skilled at something and be crap at it because your intention you don't know your intent you don't know your why you don't know your drive so you're doing this and this is cool but you haven't hit the mark whereas someone who may not be as skilled as you um filled it maybe the quality level wasn't at the what you wanted but they filled it because this is what I needed to get. You know, this is the most important thing. Quality and all that stuff comes after, but this is the most important thing. You know what I mean? So I feel like I'm able to do that quite easily. Um, uh, not with, I say quite easily as in like, I can shift easily. The effort that goes into it is a lot, you know? Um, but I I need to remember that not everyone thinks like that. And not everyone has that mindset. Not everyone has the ability to be able to do that. Um, and that's a lesson, a hard lesson that I've had to learn along the way. That aside, the exhibition was a success. I can actually sit and, and, and digest it now properly. It was a success. It was great. The turnout was awesome. What, like just close to 300 people. And that's from my tally. And that's from me seeing people post and being like, I didn't even know you were there. I didn't even know you were there. I didn't even like, do you know what I mean? Like missing people, which is awesome people asking for when the next one is going to be, I want to be involved next time and all that stuff is sick. Um, Realising that from the point of the idea to execution was three months. That is wild to do a visual study and then to do an exhibition um, with £400 budget um, in three months. That's mad. Like I literally applied for the space and when you apply for the space, you have to say what you're going to do in the space on the 8th of January. And by the 8th of April, January, February, February, March, April, by the 8th of April, I was doing my private view. So that's literally three months to the day. 
I mean, it was even less than three months because February is short, right? Um, so yeah, three months to the day, first quarter, did it, banged it out. And I've never done anything that quick, I don't think, in my life. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. I haven't really looked at timelines of things. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. It's like literally crazy. Um, so that that's an achievement within itself, you know, doing it without a team. Um, of course, I had a, a, a prefer of people helping me, as, as I listed earlier, um, helping me, which is sick. But having had, I wish I'd had a team, you know, that's one thing I w- definitely would do next time and being able to get funding to actually fund a team and not just have people that can just do things but people that are here for the passion here for the right reason here to be able to be um to take on things you know like to take on why we're doing this what this is for how it's going to be you know my level of expectation my level of quality my level of excellence all those kind of things like it's so important and I know that my first second maybe even third team aren't going to be the best aren't going to be like where I will need it to be but being able to um to portray my vision I think we can get there I've realized I'm realizing as I'm saying this and as I'm going through this process that I am a hard boss and I don't mean that like oh I'm a boss but in the sense of like I expect level quality levels to be flipping better than me, you know? And I've realised that because for those of you who don't know, I used to have a dance company called Ecology. And um, I remember people used to say to me like, Rah, Tora, you're really hard, like as a choreographer. And I'm like, well, I have to be. So they're, they're great. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes, that was a good take, but it could have been better, you know? And that's not me being like, oh, you know, all that kind of stuff. No one says Serena Williams' dad was really hard. Like, no one says, I can't think of anyone else, um, you know, Beyonce's dad or whatever, when they were, or mum, when they were, when they were all rehearsing, when they were like 14. Oh my God, they're so hard. Or, you know, uh, Michael Jackson's dad, what's his name? You know, dad, like, of course, Michael Jackson's dad was bad hard. But like, do you understand? And it's sad because in some cases, you know, you see those things and you think, oh, like, you know, there's a, there, there could be a level of, um, could be, and is a level of, um, emotional damage in those situations, but I'm very much aware of that. So as much as I am hard, you know, the, the work time is hard, but the playtime is also hard. You know what I mean? Like we go ham and we, when I have a team and we do things, I'm like, yeah, cause let's go out and have fun. And do you know what I mean? Like, you know, let's say work hard and play, play hard and work hard or work hard and play hard, whatever one it is. Like literally it's that each time, you know, you work hard, you play hard and then you work even harder than before. Then you play even harder. You know, <clears throat> there's that, there's levels. But I believe that that is how I have become incredible at what I do, but also the people that I've been around and I've taught and I've guided are incredible at what they do because it's just a change of thinking, you know? Like, we're doing this, this is great, but we're not trying to tick a box. I'm trying to tick a box. We're trying to be, we're trying to break that flipping box. We're trying to be the flipping greatest. I want everyone involved in it, whether you was doing admin or whether you was just at the door, to be everyone to be like, that was sick. Your door person was sick. Your cloakman was amazing. Your bar person was dumb. Like, it, like I want everyone to be like, no, nah, like the whole flipping. And for every person to understand that you are a part of this, you know, we are only as great as our weakest link. And if you are mixing drinks and spilling them, mad. 
if you're mixing up people's cloak, coats in the cloakroom, mad. It feels like very insignificant things, but they're not. They're so significant, you know. When you go somewhere and it's flawless, you're like flipping hell. That was sick. Can't even tell you why it was sick, but it was just sick. Everything was just sick. Versus you going somewhere and being like, mm, yeah, but the, you know the thing. Yeah, it was cool, but you know this. You remember little things that weren't as great, like, and that's the truth when it comes to experiences and people experiencing things. So that is how I. That is how I do life. That is how I see life. That is how I want you know, things to be, you know, you set a precedent and then, and you go from there. And it's not to say that everything is like top tier, but you set a precedent, you know, like uh, I'll give you an example. So like people come into my house, I had a um, gathering for my birthday last year and um don't really do that. I haven't done it in a long time. Did that. And I set the precedent. You man, when you're coming, there's no food here for you. <laughs> we're going to sit and chill and play games and that's what we're doing. And that's it. And that's the precedent. But Everyone that came to that was like, nah. First of all, everyone was laughing. I said, there's no food because I ain't done my food shop. Let's be real. So there's no food for no one. But, you know, you lot can come. Everyone that came, because you know the expectation, it was sick. Everyone was like, when you do another one, you need to do another one. We need to do another one before the end of the year. Like, and imagine, I just told you what I told you. That's the message I told them. And it was still sick because I was intentional with who I invited. I set the president and the vibe was on point. Like, it was so good. Like, <gasps> It was so amazing. It hears me telling everyone to leave by six. Um, we didn't finish till like three o'clock in the morning. The last person that left at like 10 to three in the morning. Do you know what I mean? Like things like that. So, and we just sat and we, what we bought food, we played a game or played games and we had drink. Like it literally was that, but the vibes was on point. So like, it's not about, oh, it's going to be great and catering and amazing. It's just setting a precedent and being like, this is what it is. And this is what you need to expect. And then, setting those expectations, but then blowing those expectations, you know, this is what this is, but also there's this, you know, like having an exhibition and being like, oh, it's an exhibition, a visual study of being black in South London, sick, you come through, it's interactive, sick, but you're like, oh my God, there was the throwback lockers, there was this do-rag and it was so sick, it had this on it, and there was like, I'm giving you, I'm setting the president to, you get what you want to come in, but also we're going to just up the levels a little bit, you know, so you leave being like, raw that was sick, you know, so for me, I realised that that's kind of what I am as a person, and I realised, and I'm realising that people are going to hate me, um, and I don't mean that to put that energy on the world, I just feel like people are going to hate me because of how I am, and my ex- my level of excellence, and I'm not going to pussyfoot around what I want, and what I need anymore, I've done that a lot, and I think like, by doing that in this instance, there were things that could have been better within this exhibition, the execution, the everything, certain things could have been better had I put my foot down with certain things. Um, and that's all things in my control. That's nothing to do with anyone else. That's all things in my, within my control, right? But the, it was great. Like, it was really great. I'm really sitting here or lying in my bed at 7.23 in the morning on Friday, recording this and thinking like, raw actually that was really good, like, that was really, really good, you know, for what it was, that was amazing, you know, the feedback's been incredible, people ask me when the next one's gonna be, can I be involved, like, you know, all this stuff, like, that has been great, like, I've only real, and I'm, I'm wearing Friday now, right, so we're a week ahead, we're a week after, and I've only realised this because there was so much going on, you know, the exhibition, and then I had to move myself out of the studio, because we've been kicked out early, because Pure Gym are coming in early, so we've been kicked out early, so I've had to move my stuff, and all this kind of stuff, so there's a lot of things going on, a lot of moving parts, so I haven't really had time to digest, but I spoke to, I think, Jason on Wednesday, 
I've spoken to a few people, they've asked me how it is, it how, and I can't answer the question. I'm like, ask me again in a week or ask me again because then I can really digest everything, you know, as a whole. Um, but yeah, it, it was really good. I enjoyed it. I um, There's a lot to take away. There's a lot to do. I'll be honest, I don't know what the next steps are. I kind of know what they are as, as a whole, um, but like individual steps, mm, I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I've got to reply to a whole bunch of emails <laughs> that I have not applied to yet. Um, and I'm not going to apply to them until next week. Um, shouts to everyone left me, that left feedback. I filled out the feedback form. Um, yeah, it's just been a good exhibition. Like overall, my, my first ever one. Um, I think a lot of people didn't realise I made a lot of the content. So I'm going to put that content out. People didn't realise I, like, I made the Morley's box and I made the do-rag and I took the pictures. Like, people didn't realise that. And I think the fact that I didn't have my face anywhere in the exhibition made it, was a, a not a conscious decision, but was a good thing because people didn't know it was me. So I could have conversations with people um, that I'm not knowing or stand next to people and be a fly on the wall uh, because they didn't know it was me, you know? I just looked like everyone else in the space. Um, I think because of how I stand in my energy... And even the fact that I talk a certain way um, and talk about certain things, people don't, people realise it was me or were like, mm, maybe. Uh, but um, I spoke to a lot of people. And a lot of people said a lot of things and I don't remember everything that they said. So I'm like, uh, but I'm glad I didn't have my face on it. I think I had my name there once um, on the little introduction thing. And a lot of people missed that, um, which is really sad. Um, but also good in the in the respects that like the things that they did get were cool, um, and the things you took take away was what they took away, you know. Um, so I'm glad I didn't have my face like this. My exhibition, you know, I'm glad I did that. People think I was the curator and not the creator. They don't realize that like everything in the space was made by me, apart from the featured artists um, on the right. Um, there's like three feature artists everything else was like me you know so yeah it was in that respect things really did work out like and I think as I go along you know the next month or week or whatever I think I'll realize um how much you know things did actually work in my favor um for anyone that didn't make it no problem there's always going to be more bigger and better to come in you know um to anyone that missed it there is a playlist that you can add to um black and south exhibition and there's also a podcast of all the interviews um black and south podcast i think it's called um yeah it's um it's really cool like really really cool and i might be playing things down because you know it's like when you have a baby and I, this is not me comparing my exhibition to having a baby but they say when you have a baby you forget at the pain and the thing you just like oh my god it was so amazing because you have the outcome um and I think it's similar to this because the outcome like it was amazing and I'm forgetting that you know it was hard work there were tears there were there was panics you know but how I handled it was so different to how I would have handled it before like I, I re I, I I realized how much growth I've gone through in three months oh my god I can't believe it's only been three months so how much growth I always have you know great growth like it's always like quite quick but I've had th this three months oh my god I've grown so much like I've, ha I've had the opportunity to put lessons I've learned into practice let's put it that way because there were like dramas with certain people there were like you know expectations that weren't hit 
there were um time deadlines there were like you know working with working with other people in a space a shared space there was you know like logistics of organizing you know um sending out emails and doing like you know like um um press and promo and like all this stuff like there was so many elements of so many things and so many so much challenges um that it literally stretched me so much but I was like I'm ready for this I'm re- I can do this I can do this there were so many times that I self-soothed like this whole I felt this whole process like literally telling myself almost every day for the past what month before the exhibition you can do this Tori like you've literally got this and people telling me that was like amazing like to hear it and be like okay cool 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 I was like you've still got two weeks you've still got three weeks you've still got four days you've got you know what I mean like telling myself the time like without giving myself the opportunity to panic because usually I panic I've only got two weeks oh, and I've got to do four things do you know what I mean like I would have gone through panic like so much panic um and and I didn't you know that I had that one moment on the Wednesday before where I cried and I would have done that at least four times prior. So it was like, okay, cool, you know. Um, and also realizing that I needed encouragement along the way. I can encourage myself, which is great, but that, you know, sharing my thoughts and my worries with other people that aren't in the space of me, that aren't, you know, directly connected with it, actually does help as well. So, so much growth, so much personal growth along this whole way. You know, like I've realized people that are here for me, um, people that say they're here for me but aren't here for me, that's a whole other thing. And I'm really okay with that. I think before I'd be really disappointed that people didn't show up when they say they were gonna show up, people didn't didn't do the things they said they're gonna do. And and the and the prior Tory would be so disappointed and so hung up on that, like so hung up on it, like and I'm just like, okay, cool. You know, it is what it is. Not everyone's a person of their word. Not everyone can deliver. People have good intentions. And for me, that's not enough. Good intention isn't... Pff. People say, oh, it's, it's yeah, but good intentions. Nah, that's not enough for me. And I'm realising that's not enough for me. And I'm realising, cool, great. You know, that that's what that is, you know? Um, but yeah, so much personal growth. Focus on the things that were great rather than things that weren't. And the things that weren't great, figuring out ways to make them great going forward, you know? How to really, like, um, prevent those things from happening on my side, you know, so yeah, good times, great times, shouts to Marie Solange for listening and getting, and being excited to listen to this episode, um, and if you want to see, uh, the behind the scenes, or like an overview of the <clears throat> Black and South exhibition. You can go on the Instagram at Black and South. I've been tagged in a few reels and stuff. So you can see like kind of behind the scenes that way. I'm due to do I'm due to do a little video, like a little, you know, this is what the exhibition space looked like type of video. Um soon. So that should be coming out either this weekend or next week. But keep an eye on the Black and South Instagram. If you are black and in or and connected to South London, follow at Black in South because there's going to be more opportunities to get involved as we move forward. Um, yeah, like great times. Also, I'm going to be editing this episode on my uh, tablet, so I doubt there'll be an in- an outro music. Which I love the outro music; it's so sick. But the Anchor app doesn't allow you to do that yet. There'll definitely be intro music, or there was intro music, but. The Anchor app doesn't allow you to do outro music, which is kind of like, 
but that is why there's no outro music in some episodes because I'm not going to jump on my computer because let's be real I'm lying in my bed right now my tablet is next to me and I'm not going to go and jump on my computer because I'm just it's like there's no point you know I want to do this episode get it out by eight o'clock hopefully in the morning it's now 7 32 get it out by eight o'clock in the morning and Friday today and then go back to sleep you know figure out the rest of my day I think I'm going out this evening I'm not sure and I also got to move stuff from my from my studio back home as well. That's what I'm doing. But anyways, I'm learning to let things go, you know? I'm learning to let things slide. Like, my quality, my level of, like, is so high. But I'm like, it's okay, Tori. It's really not that deep, you know? And save your energy for things that are, you know? Oh, my gosh. So much lesson, so much growth. It's so amazing. Um, Yeah, that's it. That's it. I think I covered everything. Um, thank you for your time. Thank you for your ears. And you'll hear from me next week. Oh, also, do you know what would be really good? If you can, um, if you came to the exhibition. No, actually, forget it. Forget it. What would be really good if you could give me feedback on this episode? That would be awesome. Um, okay. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your ears. And you'll hear from me next week. Bye.